up, fool? This is the Sore Losers BMX Podcast. I'm Justin Cobley here with my friend and very skilled nose manualer, Austin Mazer. <laughs> and today we're going to catch up with our buddy, Craig Pissero. So what's up, guys? Not what's up? much. I'm glad we got this whole thing running. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, truly. I'm, I'm amazed that we finally got everything synchronized and uh, yeah, we're doing it. We are doing it. Drag me out here to speak. I don't like Thank you, Craig. We appreciate it. <laughs> we know you love the sound of your own voice. Love it. Uh, so first off, I just wanted to uh, to say that we have an intro song now. An intro song? It's official. Yeah, I faked everybody out last time, yeah. but I have the audio file. So thank you to my friend Matt Dardano uh, and his band Rose Parade for giving us a, uh, a really solid intro song. Actually, we're going to try to get Matt on the podcast sooner or later. Yeah. He's a skateboarder, really talented musician, photographer. So Sounds right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're... Uh, we're of a, a similar mind. That's dope. So anyway, we're, we're going to be talking to Craig for a while. So I just wanted to start with Austin and uh, see what he's up to because you're going on a little trip soon. Yeah, Tuesday I think I leave till the next Wednesday. Gotcha. And where are you headed? Going to BCN. Little skate Back pro trip. BCN. Yeah, it's been a whole year year and a half maybe since i've been there which feels weird that is crazy but yeah. what you yeah, said for cult or you said it's for a skate thing skate yeah for a skate pro that like distro shop uh, word word from uh denmark i don't know what that is but <laughs> <laughs> the denmark plug yeah so yeah we're doing Fucking a little trip there and Probably film a little video. Break out the VX. Break out the VX. Which coincidentally is the uh, the old Wham Cam. Yeah. Oh, you have the VX. Yep. Hell She's right yeah. here. That shit's in Spain now, bro. Yep. That, that thing's had a fucking life. Did you bring this with you when you were in BCN? I did. Yeah. Yep. I did. Actually, a lot of ruin your whole summer... Or actually, all of Ruin Your Whole Summer from BCN was filmed on that camera. Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. Damn, I had no idea. This is the um the Chris Zepp VX that he got from a skateboarder, right? Nah, it was from Velarde, who used to BMX, but then stopped, and then kind of just had it, let Zepp use it, and then Zepp let me use it. I commandeered it, said it's mine now. <laughs> and then I gave it to Justin, and Justin gave it to Austin. Well, it actually went to Crofton. Travels. Right? Nope. Yeah, yeah, it, did, it, took, it, did. it took a pit stop with our with our homie Justin Crofton. I was gonna say it went from Justin one to Justin two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, Cross Crofton is Justin one because he's True. like an OG Long Island BMX legend. Yeah, you can only hope to be there one day. <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Uh, <laughs> he's like a, a homie of uh, Russ Barone, and he was around like he was part of Fit before Cult existed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember seeing videos of him, Russ, and what was their other homie's name? Kenny. Oh, 
Not Kenny. No, not Kenny. Kenny Kenny got hurt before the, the Fit Life video. I, I can't remember. <sighs> yeah, so anyway, this VX, it's been it's around the been block a few times. Around. And now it's, uh, it resides in Spain with Austin. I feel honored to continue the legacy. Feel on you should feel honored. The thing wasn't BCN. I forgot about that myself. Yeah, I'm stoked that it's like just still being used at all because I think we've all kind of like gotten sick of the headaches that go along with the VX and like <laughs> after fi- after finishing the second win video, I was kind of like, that's enough. I'm gonna gonna kind of put this thing to rest and <laughs> yeah. let somebody else take it over. So now Austin has uh has taken up the torch. Yep. Yeah, they're too damn heavy. That's why I wanted to stop using it. <laughs> True. Plus HD, but like it's a lot of weight in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've been using your camera bag. Yeah. <laughs> Found some uh, spokes well, it's funny, in there. You traded. <laughs> got your spoke tool. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. I got, a, I got a whole bunch of little goodies. <laughs> right. There might even be a ratchet set in there too. No, there wasn't. Unfortunately, oh, I'm that pretty bag. sure. I'm pretty sure Craig got his fingerless gloves back at least. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did get my fingerless I think I gloves gave them back. back. To Yo, you those things. Yeah, reluctantly because you know how yeah. good they are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those really do work though. Yeah. No comments. I've uh, can't say. You I've never put... tried it. Yeah. Can't I will, knock I will what try. You never it, tried. Really exactly. Make a That's difference. why. Hence the no comment. But yeah. So anyway, we're just going to uh, have a, a light-hearted conversation where we get into the inner workings of the mind of Craig Passero. You know, <laughs> oh God! Learn how he got his start, what makes him tick. You know, what what fuels his passion for what, BMX. <laughs> what doesn't make him tick? He realizes exactly. that he he doesn't know a damn thing even about himself. <laughs> <laughs> his love for technology, computers, yes. yeah. you know, all that, all of that good stuff. So, Craig, what have you got going on lately? Any writing uh, plans in the near future? Uh, well, I got Charlie Crumish coming down here today. But it's supposed to rain the whole damn weekend, so who knows what we're really going to do. Uh, we might ride the slide pipe in the, the garages tomorrow. Ooh. So you should link up Justin. Austin, uh, book your next ticket back yeah, from Spain for the right day there. trip. <laughs> Charlie's just staying Not the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, like it. He w- we made this plan a while ago, and his girl's visiting someone in the city, so he was taking the ride and gonna mm-hmm. come out here. It's fucking annoying. It's gonna rain, but what are you gonna do? I feel like last time he was yeah. there, didn't it rain too? Yep, but we rode in it anyway. And then when Miles came, it also rained that day too. Damn. Which a uh, funny story. I was with Miles in Brooklyn, and I'm riding my bike down to the McDonald's because it's raining. We were gonna go get a burger. <laughs> And I hear someone yelling at me, and it's this fucking little Prius-looking car. I can't remember what car you have right now. See my man Justin with just no no pants on, sitting in boxers in traffic. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. Yeah, I just bombed over his car. Hey, what's up? And he just points at his legs. <laughs> Austin, did you never hear this story? I don't think so, no. What was the reasoning uh, yeah, for, so, not, for not wearing pants? 
Yeah, so if you give me a moment, I'll I'll explain Were you myself. alone? Oh, yeah, I was alone. Um, so I went to the city. Uh, part of the plan was to ride maybe with Craig and, like, Miles Crumlish, who is uh, Charlie's cousin, right? Yep, yep, Charlie's cousin. So I also went into the city a little bit early because I, I was picking up film from a, uh, a photo lab that I use in, uh, like, downtown Manhattan. So I went into the city early, and uh, the forecast showed, like, scattered showers, but it wasn't until later in the day. So I figured I would be okay, you know, pedaling over the Williamsburg Bridge at, like, it was maybe, like, 10, 10.30 a.m. Right. So I rode into the city, and then it just fucking downpoured, like, within, like, 10, 15 minutes of me pedaling over the bridge. So I ended up just hanging tight in Manhattan at, like, this weird, I think it was, like, a like an Ethiopian coffee shop or <laughs> some some kind of, like, very fancy, hipstery coffee shop. Yeah. I'm sure you blend right in. Yeah, I, dude, I have my book with me. I don't even know if I had a working phone at the time, so I was full hipster mode in my element. <laughs> so I basically just, like, camped out at this coffee shop for an hour and just let the rain pass because it was just, like, this one pocket of rain that just, like, blasted over the city yeah. and just soaked everything. And uh, once the rain stopped, I was like, shit, I got to got to get out of here like i'm i'm not going to not going to be able to do much in the soaking wet and uh so i pedaled back over the bridge and there's puddles everywhere you know obviously i ride brakeless so i ended up riding down the williamsburg bridge with it Ooh, completely soaked that's fun and the rooster tail just fully soaked my ass and yeah. my shirt and just my whole body and uh, when I got back to the car, I was looking at, you know, a solid hour, hour and a half drive home. And I was like, shit, I really don't want to do this in soaking wet pants and boxers. Like, this is going to be a nightmare. So I had my little spare bag of clothes in my car. And I didn't have pants. I just had boxers. So. Spare boxers. <laughs> Who the fuck brings spare boxers out? <laughs> Dude, Justin you is never the know king of just having need... spare clothes. He is. Yo, he had three t-shirts the other day, but it's pretty good move. And I, <laughs> and I used all of them because I just sweat <laughs> all through clothes. Them. I literally sweat through t-shirts like two, three a day in the but summer. But what do you do? It's like, terrible. Well, you're just what riding do you do the whole the time, one? no? Like, why not just keep uh, the sweaty what? one on until... You go home. And well, then... the thing is, he rode a lot and then took a break. So in that break, he throws on a fresh tee. Oh, my God. And then God. he rides again because he can't control himself. So, I mean, I should explain. Last weekend, he's talking about, we were riding a spot that was covered in pollen and ants and yeah. gnats and bugs. And I was just continuously falling onto the, the path, the walkway, <laughs> covered in pollen, covered in sweat, just disgusting. Mm -hmm. So once I was done with, like, the torturous session, I had to just put on a fresh shirt. Like, I couldn't exist in that, like, sticky, disgusting state. Yeah. But then after that, I ended up riding again, yeah. got sweaty again, had to put on the third shirt. <laughs> so that's, that's why how I burned. Three. Exactly. Yeah, I should probably take up a lesson from that, but I won't. I won't take any lessons from that. 
I mean, I just pack my camera bag and like every bit of storage that I have spare with just extra t-shirts. Like I just have plain black t-shirts just stashed everywhere. Yeah. And it comes in handy. It also just makes good like camera bag padding that you could just like stuff a lens in a t-shirt or like put it on top of your camera so it can't like shake loose and mm-hmm. get beat up. It's not a bad one there. Yeah, I know you do like God socks. Of I know you you roll everything in socks. <laughs> Me? No, yeah, Craig, my, you're, the, you're the sock guy. I put guy. my one weed set up in a sock. <laughs> True. Yeah, I guess it's just the. Uh, and the it makes an appearance every day. Yes, every session yeah. it'll make an appearance. Gotcha. Just the old sock. So less now than it used to. It is. It's, just, it's a. I got sentimental value with that sock. It means something to me. <laughs> it is the same sock too. That's it is hilarious. For like years now, years and yeah. years and years. Literally, probably six, eight years. Who knows? Possibly. Because as yeah. long as I've been riding with you, you've been rocking that that little weed sock yeah. setup. Yeah, I think it's a good setup, bro. Why mess with perfection? You know what I mean. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> On another so note, when... though, I have a similar story where. Uh, I had to fucking, when I went to China for some weird BMX contest that Catfish got me linked, I had to go to the consulate on the west side to get the, you have to get like a proof or a passport. And I shit you not, I left, I start pedaling, it starts pouring on me, mid-ride back to Queens. I go over the 59th Street Bridge, back to where my car is parked, and then it stops raining the second I get to my car. So I don't know why I got to bring that up, but I'll never forget it because I didn't have spare clothes and I just <laughs> sat in my car on the drive home soaking fucking wet, bro. And uh, yeah, yeah that's that miserable. That was miserable. So, yeah, I was going to use that uh, that time frame of your weed sock as a little segue into talking about the Whammo video. But now was... you interjected and you, you've blown my. My expert uh, podcast transition. Damn, bro. So, so, so when we'll do we get... all start riding together? Um, you know, it's funny because I don't remember meeting you guys the first time. You were like just a bunch of little kids at the Huntington Park to me. Yeah. You know, not not in a make fun way, but I don't know our exact age difference, but you guys might have been like 14 years old. Yeah, I was more like 18. Yeah. So like, you know, when you're that age and everyone's younger, you're just kind of kind of the youngins. Uh, I didn't even know, like, the inner dynamics of, like, you know, we had Grant, we had Panza, Billy, you yeah. guys. I just thought you were all from, like, the same area, grew up together, same clique. But, um, I don't know the first, the first time, but I will say I've said it to you. The first session I remember was we met up in the city, and we met up with, like, 20 fucking people, and it was Franco and I, and we kind of just broke off. And this is while we were filming that first Whammo video. And if you remember, uh, you two and Billy Malnakis, Malnokis, <laughs> Mal, whatever the fuck his name is, Maltokis, <laughs> Malkosis, Malkosis. Yeah, you you guys remember that session I'm talking about? I we was were, there. We were at the Snake Ledge. I think you were there, Austin. I know Justin was. The Snake Ledge. Yeah. So I remember. I remember because I got a clip, and I actually yep. went back and rewatched it today. Yep. What, it was in clip? the Whammo video. On the Nosebonk Bar, Hangar 180, on the black marble benches on uh, Water Street. The one with the slant wall ride kind of set up there, too. 
Yeah. Also, like the the famous circular cutout transition. Was thing. that you know the was that when I filmed the big the, reflective circle? Remember, I did like the crook to like on the rail that's no longer there. It was like the rail with the bank on the side of it. The crook at the hospital. Yeah. Well, it's I like, don't uh, recall that. You know what I'm talking about. I don't about? know if that was the same session. You know, I don't know if you were there, Austin. I thought no. you were, but I feel like. At some point in that session, I fucking got Justin's number, and then we just kind of started meeting up. I mean, yeah, felt like almost every weekend. Because I mean, I met you through Justin. Like Justin had already kind of been riding with you a bit, and then so it might have been like that. I yeah. just tagged along, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, you're cool enough to tag along. We allowed it. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> But yeah. So yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny because I remember seeing Craig at like skate parks, like when he was saying we were like maybe fourteen or fifteen, and Craig, you were probably like seventeen, eighteen. So I remember seeing like you and Peterman very very vividly at Huntington Skate Park, and you guys were smoking a big old blunt, (laughs) possibly (laughs) drinking forties at the same time. Uh, and I was like, probably at that point in life, yeah. And dude, yeah. I was like a sheltered, you know, little suburban kid. My mom probably <laughs> dropped me off at the skate park, and I was thinking, like, oh my God. these guys are dirtbags. <laughs> I never want to be like these guys. <laughs> and then fast forward all these years later, and we're hanging and out, like, riding all the time. I'm the dopest kid you know, bro. And that's yeah, well, that's yeah, you're up there. <laughs> you're up there. No, yeah. But yeah that was a funny phase in life because yeah I, I don't really drink anymore like i will on occasion but back then it was a, a regular thing and uh hunts was great back then when yeah, i'm not like against the skate park, skate park oh god I'm, you guys are glitching fuck no you're good it's all good all right we're good we're good yep i just did a little spaz out yeah dude just let it rock we're not we're not aiming for perfection with this production Let's see, my voice records on. All right. That's all yeah. that really matters. Yeah, I'm new to this technology thing. And uh, I'll probably never use it again after I leave this chat. <laughs> Until we have you on Until next Justin time. drags oh, you on shit. again. Until Justin drags me on again. That's the plan. Yep. Maybe so I'll come anyway, on if you get Charlie on. So you, t- you told the story of kind of how I got linked up with like the Whammo crew because you guys were already pretty well established like you Franco Franco Leon Pedro Guardado aka Pepe BMX Chris Zepieri uh Dan McAllister who am I missing there's a lot of of affiliates there's a lot of affiliates yeah yeah. we've always tried to be just session with everyone you know what I mean definitely uh try to be exactly an inclusive squad yeah, that's reason. always that's always been the beauty of like the Whammo video projects is like if you're if you're there for the session, like you could get in the video, like right, you're part right. of the crew. Like there's there's no like yep. team. It's just that's uh homies. yeah, that's always how I've looked at it. I always looked at Whammo as this riding, you know what I mean? Chilling, riding, mm. your friends, not any team or or this group of riders, I don't know. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. someone made an Instagram with, like, team rider names, and I was like, no, no, no. Probably no, Franco. That's... Yeah, probably Franco. I think maybe Freddie did that one. Either way, that's, uh, 
I like Whammo did not have a, a strict definition. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yep. Just like in that first video, everyone wanted me to put titles for sections, and I just refused to. But uh, right. I want that video the, to at be At the end, just... it was just all the names clumped together. Yep. That's exactly what it was. It was actually in order of appearance, but I didn't. I don't think I specified that. I just wrote them in order of appearance. Also, I'm pretty sure you made that title slide in like Microsoft Paint with all the <laughs> colors sure. available. I did that in Final Cut. Also, oh, that was in the actual <laughs> just Final Cut. Yeah, just put each name and whatever you just put them in order or size. Gotcha. So we're talking about the original Whammo video, which I think. On YouTube, it was called like Whammo BMX twenty thirteen. I think it's called the Whammo video, plain and simple. But, yeah, so I think what was the story? But it didn't did, they take it music did pretty well. Or something? Dude, all yeah. the audio they they took it off when they used to just strip the audio, so they took everything out. Yeah, so it's on Vimeo on Slick Fred. It's on Fred's Vimeo. Yeah, yeah I don't think many people know it's there. Yeah, because before uh, I went on to to look at it, but yeah, it's pretty you, sad that that happened. Vimeo, I should re-upload it. You go on Vimeo and type in Whammo, you'll find it under Slick Fred's account. Yes, for those that uh that are motivated, it exists. It's out there. Yeah, yeah, I so love I that think, video. Yeah, I think part of the the magic of the first Whammo video is that you use like such an awesome range of songs but yeah. that ended up kind of being the, the downfall with uh the copyright claims and <laughs> that was getting the downfall. music stripped and i will shout out franco because uh i lived with franco at that point so we he definitely was like there with me a lot going over like what we should do and kind of mm -hmm. showing him seeing if like he likes the direction the video is going in or not but uh yeah definitely good tunes on that one some 80s dance music yeah <laughs> I need yeah. to rewatch that. I need to rewatch. I remember. It, yeah. I think Zep gave me a DVD copy of. Yeah, it. we made some DVDs, and uh, we. I'm I, I don't know how many know actually got made. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where mine is either. <laughs> I got one and it's lost. I actually still have mine in a pile. Yeah, I have I, my little collection. That's is survived. it just like a white disc that says Whammo on like with marker? It's yep. Yeah, it's just yeah, a blank yeah, disc that just says Whammo on it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I wish I knew. That video I, to go more in on that video, I was uh I remember editing it thinking like this is getting too long and like <laughs> talking with like probably mostly Franco like I don't know what to do because I want to make the video this way. And I I thought no one was going to watch it. Not to sound like that, yeah. but I, like who watches a 50 minute BMX video of of like nobody, you know what I mean? Like not not a lot of us had a, a following in BMX. Right. So I was uh I was pretty blown away by how well that video was uh re perceived. Like it was long, but it was like the way it was put together was it wasn't like okay, we have this person and this person. It was like you maybe get a few minutes of one person and then it's like a session section and like a certain spot and then like it kind of like it was always kind of changing. There was no yeah, that was kind of the, the mindset I had going into it was uh, I wanted it to be confusing to the watcher on, on take one. Like yeah. I want him to hit play and kind of be like, what the fuck is going on? 
but somehow keep them captivated to watch the next part. Yeah. Even if they were a little bit confused about the general uh, direction of the video. And uh, that's why I did no titles. I didn't want it to be structured or feel like I wanted to feel like one fluid video instead of a broke part by part edit like mm-hmm. every other video is. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I try to do a lot of like transitions from one part to the next, like smooth. You know what I mean? Not yeah. a not no black screen, not no cut of the audio. Oh. Just everything flows right into the next. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it made it really easy to watch. Almost like. You watch it and you don't realize how long the video actually is. And you're still kind of like expecting yeah. more. It's like, oh, fuck, that was 15 minutes. That's what I was really hoping for. And I'm I'm glad that people felt that way when they uh, for sure, yeah. when they watched it. I also didn't put it out right away. I had it almost 90% edited and just left it on my computer for like three months. And just did like a little tweak here, a little tweak there. And uh, yeah, I definitely perfected it before I dropped that. When did that yeah, come out? Yeah, so I love how... Uh, 2013, I want to say? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I checked I today. It's I want to say 2013, yeah. Shit, fucking lifetime eight ago. years ago. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, we should do like a 10-year anniversary something. A couple a, years a to think about reunion. it. family reunion. family reunion. Or just like fun. a... A re-release, a re-premiere, since we're not going to film anything new that comes close to that. <laughs> Whammo 2013 I, I think, remastered. I think I did the thing where, In like, color. when I made that video, I uh, I never expected, not to say never would think I'd make a better video than that, but it felt like that was, uh, that was the best masterpiece I was ever going to make as an editor. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, It kind of just was, came but... out exactly how i planned you know like yeah. a lot of times you get the image in your head of what you want to do and then it's really hard to translate to video i feel like i got lucky where i was able to put that thought in my head into the video yeah i hear you i don't know if that makes sense video editing is weird yeah <laughs> it's a different different mindset it's my least favorite thing it's your least favorite thing. That's funny. I, I don't like filming. I like editing. I don't like doing the whole watch Justin for two hours, try a trick, <laughs> change his shirt for the fifth time. <laughs> land, land, it, land it good? Uh, no, never mind. I won't do it again. Yeah. Well, it takes two hours because you got to land ten of them. Yeah. Yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not going to try to argue. Good. Yeah, I but can't yeah, say I think, not the same. I was going to say, I think part of the magic of the first Whammo video is it's also kind of like, it felt like a travel log of like what you were doing at the time. True. And like, not like a B-sides, but like there was random appearances from like Alex Donaghy and Grant C and then like Brett Silva and like yep. just, it was like, you know, almost like a, a mixtape of like your different trips and just random, you know, there's the classic, uh, the clip of you, Adam, Grand Mason, bunch of <laughs> others in Barcelona, smoking out a smoking weed out of like a water um, bottle. Water bomb. bottle. Yeah. yeah. And it's just such a hilarious moment. And like, <laughs> it's just the classic, like fish eye lens pointed at yourself. It, it's amazing. Oh boy. But then also at the same time, like you were going on all these trips, filming clips from, you know, pro riders and 
really good riders. And then also me at the time, we had just met. Maybe we had ridden like a handful of times. And I know you filmed one or two clips of me that made it in the video. But you also just took a bunch of like crappy clips that I filmed. Yeah. Like me and Austin and my first VX. And you you still put them in the video. So like that is so cool to me that I made it in there with my own crappy footage. <laughs> I, I, I am glad you guys made it in because I feel like you guys kind of hit the cutoff line where like I filmed for probably two years for that video. I probably did start riding with you guys towards the end half or not even the end half, like the end quarter of it. Mm-hmm. But um, that's where I go back to like I just wanted to make it a video about like what it feels like to be out riding. And so it was definitely less about skill and more just trying to give that vibe of not giving a shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. riding is escaping from the bullshit of life to me. You know what I mean? Like at least that's how I look at it. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So, uh, and I was traveling too much at that point in my life. Yeah. Like I was, I was traveling all the time. So like, I definitely was able to sneak the, uh, Alex Donicky clips in there. <laughs> But he's too good. All that shit, that's actually a little Barcelona section. And a lot of those clips were just him riding and me being like, I'm going to take the camera and film this. this. You know what I mean? Like, less me telling him, hey, let's film this clip and more like, hey, you just did that? Well, do it again for my camera, please. I want to film it. Yeah. And then him doing it again first try, casually. Literally, yeah. Or me, just him having a good session, me taking the camera out and... That he is just that good that he'll just do all that shit on command. Yeah, some people just got it like that. It's crazy to see in person. Yeah, other people got to film for two hours straight like you and I. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's the vast majority of people. But, I mean, you have your moments where you just yeah, do get, the thing first try. And sometimes. Less often than, uh, than I have to struggle for it, though. Yeah. I would say that. the other day... That like storm door truck driver line that you filmed, that was one of those moments where it was like, oh, geez, is this going to take two tries or is it going to take like 20? And then you did it in two and then redid it way better. (laughs) And it was just the done. Was this an Instagram clip? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Out of that like Hofstra storm door. Not watch my Insta, bro. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did bar manual to, to start over like the parking block, and then manual popped onto the storm Steve's door and trucked off. Truck. The and then her through the the dumpster. Yeah. Thank you for talking that up. Uh, yeah, I just love bar spins. I've been doing them excessive lately, but they're uh, they'll always be my fave bar spins and manuals. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. Austin's on like kind of. The other end, he's never really gotten the bar spin bug too crazy. No, yeah. he's too busy playing on his front tire. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame because if I was good at bar spins, I mean, just think about all the nose bars I could do. Yeah. You would have done so many. <laughs> know. Those are overrated. Hundreds. An excessive amount. Nose bars are overrated because I can never do them. <laughs> I'll, I'll, la- I'll learn them one day and I'll just do one. I'll just film one nose bar and then call it a day. Yeah, nose bars are one of those tricks that I feel like everyone kind of dismisses because people do them so much, but they're fucking yeah. hard. No, yeah. like they're they're still I would not o- easy. I would just I would always just wait too long and then try and throw it. Yep, you got to throw it instant, yeah. which I can't do either. And I'm just scared, so I don't throw. 
Yeah, I feel you on that. I just can't nose manual well, so I can't do it. <laughs> I'm always leaned back when I get at the end of a nosy. True. It's funny because you can nose manual. Like, you filmed your share of, like, pretty long nose manual clips over Craig the years. Craig pretends he can't nose manual. I could do yeah. them. And then, and then when I'm around, I'm then he tries to flex. He's like, yo, I can't nose manual, but I'm going to try this. And I'm really good. You're like, oh, oh. I 100% try to flex when Austin's <laughs> around. I just get mad. Like, yo, you nose that's so easy. What the fuck? Why can't I do that? <laughs> Arr, I'm fighting this nose manual. <laughs> It just seems like one of those tricks that you have to like maintain all the yeah. time. Uh, yeah, just you definitely keep that. do. But you could definitely dial them back in if you chose to. Like I saw you do a couple. Uh, the last session we had at Nassau on that like that slant to to ledge thing. Yeah, I'm good for like 20 feet consistently, but more than that, I got to really like struggle, struggle to hold it. Mm. Yeah, in my book, that makes you a, a solid nose manualer. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have that forever lock. I don't even know how people do those forever locks. Me either. I just plop into them out of grinds and then just hold on for dear life. Justin's my favorite nose manualer because he just like has one position. It's like he goes into it, <laughs> it gets high, and he just extends everything. Arms, <laughs> legs, everything, that's in the air. I actually had the image of Justin doing that exact thing in my head when you said it. Yeah. Just locks tight, no you know, pump, just hold it's on. It's always the same thing. It's like he'll give it a <laughs> pump and it goes too far. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's actually called the Dan Lacey Steez. It's actually a, a stylistic choice that oh, I've made. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another thing so you anyway. do, which I hate, is... Hopping over your bars while still holding on to your bars. <laughs> I just hate watching. See, that to that. me is like the coolest thing. Like, that's like a contortionist move that like should be applauded and not yeah. hated. We're not all gymnastics fucking majors like you are. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that's going way back in my uh, my history there. Yeah, I forget you actually do gymnastics, but uh, or did it, but. Your whole little jump around style just looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was a gymnast before I rode BMX, and then once I got into BMX, that kind of killed any time I had for the uh, the flips and stuff. Did yourself a favor there. Oh, for sure. It still yeah, breaks out a handstand every now and then, though. Dude, I still got still the handstands. I still got the hot back tucks. Like, I could yeah. still flex when I have to. Is that why you can ollie so well? All the handstands? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, Just Craig, like we had uh, we talked about Instagram clips a little bit. What's what's your current thoughts on uh, posting clips straight to the gram versus <laughs> saving them for projects? Uh, if you can't beat them, you're going to have to just join them. And, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> Not yeah, that we... I uh, Instagram that frequently, but it's just, you know... It's not what I wanted the world to turn to, but that's where we're at. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of in, in the same mode of, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of it as like one clip goes for Instagram and one clip goes for like a project and like they're kind yeah. of the same level. Like I'm not trying to to only save amazing clips and only post crappy ones on Instagram. I'm trying to just like mm – -hmm. 
it's just riding. It's just going out on the internet. And uh, unfortunately, Instagram just has a lot of eyes, and it's kind of what sponsors care about. So, well, it's like yeah. a, it's sad to me that a lot of people don't watch full riding videos anymore. Not even like a full length video, even yeah. just the uh, three to four minute edit. And this is you included, Justin, because I've called you out on this. Yep. But you know, I'll say, hey, did yep. you watch the? so-and-so edit that just dropped and it's just like so many people won't even know that that edit even like what edit are you talking about i didn't know they dropped an edit yeah which is uh i guess it's sad the come-up's gone there is our bmx but it's hard to replace you know what ride bmx built for so many years yeah true and uh, i wish our bmx had an app as stupid as it sounds i feel like if it was an app on my like, phone i, I yeah, would I so like often just click on it helps a lot yeah, boredom clicking is a real thing. So yeah. if I just saw an app, I'd probably end up on it more. Yeah, so I've been better with watching web videos again. And I think part of it is because I took Instagram off my phone and I just run it from the iPad now. Because, like, I feel like so many, like, of, you know, the standout clips end up posted on Instagram. Yeah. So I end up seeing, you know the highlight reel of whatever video part somebody makes. And it just kind of like doesn't motivate me to watch the video. Like it's not even a promotion for the video. It's almost like it spoils the like, video. Unfortunately. Here's, what, here's what you need to know from the video that just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely is a thing that happens now too. Sometimes. Uh, well, Cause they know not many people are going to watch it. So they just like here. Yeah. I feel like it almost happens on drop of the video too now. Oh, not even like a after the fact. No, it's like, yeah, here's yeah. the video out. Here's some of the best clips from that video. Yep, I'm pretty sure when my like We The People edit dropped, they put my ender on Instagram like <laughs> the next day already. Yeah. And I wasn't even mad. It was like, oh, that's <laughs> fine. Like that's, you know, that's probably the one clip I'm the most proud of. So what video? if that gets a little more eyes on it i'm fine with that like dig reposted it too which was cool so yeah i mean in a way it it does make the most sense to just have as many people view it as possible and uh you know not everyone's gonna click on the video so you're just gonna have to accept that do people watch like instagram tv videos i do Uh, not i don't i don't know why i don't i'm on instagram for a quick fix not you want me to watch a two-minute video well because how we're saying like an app for the video, like if you just dropped a video on Instagram TV, or not, like you yeah, put but, put the video on there. Yeah, I mean, I do think Charlie put my recent SNM edit on the SNM Instagram TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would thought about doing it with my merit video that dropped like last year, just because of like. I mean, you might as well. I mean, I didn't, yeah. didn't post a single clip of that uh, that edit on Instagram. As you're saying, how so many people put clips right to Insta. I should do that more myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I was wondering, like, if people, if it's just like a attention span thing, like this four minute video, they're just not interested. And they rather just see like a thirty second clip, or if it's just like having to leave the app, go to another thing. Yeah, it's a, that's a good question. Who knows with people, myself included, because uh, yeah. it Grant, seems like, granted, too, like I mean, so I don't many... go watching Instagram TV videos, but 
I guess <laughs> yeah, why don't other people yeah. either? <laughs> yeah, Craig, I think you were onto something saying that it's kind of like Instagram is like that quick fix, the like scroll through, click open a story, click through some stories, and like IGTV is like this weird subdivision of the app where you have to like open it up in its own kind of little window and then right. turn your phone sideways. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, but like if you like I follow Craig, Craig posts his new video, it's still gonna be on my feed. Like I'm gonna see like, oh here's as if it's him posting a storm door clip. I go and I see it's an Instagram TV and then I just click the little TV button thing and then turn my phone sideways and I'm watching his video. It makes yeah, so much sense. So it's, not like I'm, it's not like I'm looking for it. Like I'm still on Instagram and stuff and whoever follows me would see it and then like go to it, turn their phone and watch the video. So it's not like, you know. Maybe you're onto something. We're ditching uh, YouTube now. Next video Instagram dropping exclusively exclusive. on. <laughs> <laughs> turn notifications I mean, there's on. Even been... There was a skate company that dropped their video solely just on Pornhub. Charlie almost did that with the Foo video, but I don't think it ever happened. No, I don't think it's Which that one, Foo 6? Uh, one of, I, I think it was Foo 6. I think it was to get away around like copyright issues on YouTube. Yeah, like I feel like I've seen that before, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But yeah, I, I know like a lot of companies, they put like the writer's edits on IGTV like after the fact. Yeah. Like it's kind of just a way to get like maybe some extra views for mm-hmm. people who literally won't ever leave the Instagram app. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, even if it gets a thousand views, that's a thousand more. Exactly. And, and that's but, the, a... but the concept the concept of just posting it to IGTV is kinda interesting. Like I, I don't think anyone's really gone go. that route before. Well, Austin's wait, wait a trendsetter. Wait for it. <laughs> it's also just like back in the day, people were like hungry for BMX content, yeah. whereas now there is so much of it out there. Yeah, and also like with the web videos, you know, back when the come up was like the source, I feel like it was also just very well curated. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I was super hungry to watch any kind of like BMX video. It was also like the fact that like Adam and then later contributors, they would have like a little description and they would like, they'd be pretty harsh on the rider. They'd be like, yeah, the video is pretty good, but the guy did an Indian giver and goofy <laughs> yeah. footage. So like, I don't know if you really want to watch this. <laughs> like it was just straight up like honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam's whole like, the come up is funny because uh, like, you know, not to go there, but like obviously other sites were a little more biased where they're not going to make fun of a company that uh sponsors them you know what i mean they're paying them to advertise on their site they're not going to talk shit where adam definitely would just make fun of videos even though he posted it his description would be more talking shit about it than talking good about it yeah yeah definitely made it more interesting and like you said, like yeah. you can kind of like look at the description and like, okay, yeah, I'm not gonna watch this. Then. Yeah, Work. also just like the simple like blog post style site was. Yeah, so it easy. was. It was. Work. I mean, as soon as you went to the website, it was just there, right? Like you didn't have to click on it. Yeah, any... yeah. There's no home page and then yeah. the video section and then the this. It was and just that. like it one just... column, and then there was like sponsored ads on the sides or something. Yep. 
So what yeah. you're trying to say is it was the embedded video feature that made yes. it convenient because yeah. you could just yes. scroll. In a way, it was almost like the way Instagram is now because it was one feed and you would just True. scroll down yeah. and you could yeah. just play the video straight from there. Like, uh, You're right about that. It was just uh, sometimes simple is the best. Yeah. But dude, the best thing about the come up, in my opinion, was the anonymous, anonymous comment, comment section. <laughs> you know... I don't know why Adam took those away. Even when he did it, I, I didn't really get why he uh, why he took those steps. Because I thought I thought the anonymous comments were funny, as toxic as toxic as they were. They uh, they led to some good humor. Sure. Yeah, there was definitely toxic moments, but I feel like nobody was gonna hold back if you like did some questionable shit in your video or if, you know, the filming was shit. Got some honest, honest like, feedback. Yeah, 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 truly, brutally honest feedback. <laughs> and it was just funny. Like, it was kind of like the way Reddit is now. Like, yeah. there would just be comment threads of people, like, making fun of each other. And, like, <laughs> like dude, why great. is this guy even on a fucking bike? <laughs> yeah, like, remember the, uh, the Tanner Nelson videos? Shout out to Tanner. Tanner's the homie, but... He would get a lot of comments about his videos. <laughs> Not all good, but uh, in a way, it, it made more people almost watch it. You know what I mean? Everyone True, started yeah. talking about it. And he presses good press kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. And I like Tanner's writing because I'm all about that half cab manual tech shit. So, so I'm with yeah, it. So if Tanner... you want to ride slow, ride slow. If you want to go fast, go ahead, go fast. You're talking about at beer porn on Instagram, right? Yeah. That Tanner. Yep. Yeah. So he's like a goofy-footed guy, four-peg guy, and he does a lot of, like, 180 Smith, five-cab, manual 180, like, you know, kind of tech, Smith, spin, manual 180 combos. And he's goofy-footed, and he definitely he definitely leans into it, which brought him a lot of hate. But yeah, super, super talented rider, like, definitely, definitely was a fan of his back in the day. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, I was a fan. Being goofy-footed and also being a fan of uh, one any Smith grinds. Hey, he was a little ahead of his time because now everyone's nibble tech rider. Yeah, Back true. then, there was still, uh, I don't know, the trail rider rage against that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you weren't going fast, you weren't you weren't riding. Exactly. Yeah. You got to be almost risking your life at every trick for it to be cool. Yeah. I feel like there's there's a little bit of truth in that but also like bmx riding is you can do whatever you want you can ride as slow or as fast as you want but if you're always just creeping around like if you don't ever grind down a handrail or like challenge yourself then it's kind of like i don't know kind of take some of the fun out of it who to needs me. a fucking handrail right i mean i it's funny because like i especially when i was younger i liked doing bigger shit but I, I got nothing against people that don't want to ride like that. Like BMX isn't a, uh, I don't know, it's not a, a group sport or a, I don't know how to word it, but you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You could flat land or you could fucking jump off a roof like Sean Burns. Yeah, just whatever gets you going. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that was more of an old school mindset where people just got mad at the idea of someone being sponsored and never doing a big trick. Because even Zeb would get hated on. Yeah. And I've said this comment to you before, but like, he was doing tech tricks 
that nobody else can do, but then people will talk shit that it couldn't air a quarter pipe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who the fuck cares that you can air a quarter <laughs> pipe? Like, everyone yeah. can air a fucking quarter pipe. It doesn't matter if you can or can't, because you can't do the manual Smith Hard 180 or the fucking up rail shit or whatever the fuck he was doing. I just find those time. comments so funny. Like, yeah, but can he do this? Like, who cares? He's doing this. Well, uh, can you do what he's doing in this video? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, so we're talking about Chris Zepieri. I'm bummed he, um, I saw he made an appearance. What was funny? Yeah, so he actually linked up for a little social call last weekend. We got to hang out with him. Talked about building Pants' box jump. Always when I'm not there, he makes an appearance. Yeah, I couldn't believe he showed up. Someone said Zep was going to come, and I was like, bullshit, he ain't ever showing up here. <laughs> Yeah, Zep's just one of those people that, like, whatever hobby he gets into, he just goes into it, like, full steam, and it just becomes his whole life. Yeah, yeah, he's motivated uh, beyond my understanding. <laughs> I don't understand how you are that work-driven. But I guess it's not work to him, because he wants to do it. Yeah, true. Exactly. So he's he's now uh, a YouTube god. He's at Make Everything. Uh, so he's, like... A maker, welding things, machining things, woodworking. Like, he's got a crazy workshop where he can literally make anything. <laughs> and that's that sort of replaced BMX for him, for better or worse. And, uh, he, I know he still loves BMX. Like, he still, like, watches videos and, like, he still follows us and comments back and forth. But yeah. I think he just literally doesn't have the time for it's it cra- anymore. It's crazy to me that he's, like... Because I see him and I think that he's just in his shop all day, but he has another job of, like that he goes to yeah. during the day and then is at the shop till two in the morning, God whatever, and then yeah, and then going to work the I, next day again. I'm sure his long term goal is to not have a real job for outside sure, yeah. of the shop, but uh, but for the longest you know, time, I thought that his shop was kind of like his, like he was doing classes and stuff and. I just kind of thought that was his thing, and especially now with YouTube. But then when I found out, he's like, no, he's like a foreman or something. Yeah. In the city, I was like, Jesus. Like He's money motivated, unlike yeah. us three. <laughs> we just want to ride bikes. <laughs> so to make things even crazier, too, Zepp's job is in New Jersey, and he lives oh, on Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. So he commutes to Jersey, and he's – I think he's like a building manager – for different construction projects. Yeah. And he does that at the very least nine to five, probably more hours than that. And then he comes back and gets home from work and goes straight to the shop working on YouTube videos. I know he's been on podcasts. Maybe we can get him on here. Could maybe get him on here. Yeah. That would be cool. He's a busy man, but he's, he'll probably jump on, do better than I do. (laughs) And then, yeah, he's, he spends his whole weekend in the shop. Working on all his projects, that's yeah. that's his life. He's a crazy man. Which is yeah. pretty cool. I got I got nothing nothing against that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it's cool he still even follows BMX at all. A lot of people just get over it and never never check Dip back out, on yeah. it. Yeah, I miss that fool though. He was always a I good time that. to ride with, yeah. film yeah. with. Good person to talk shit to. <laughs> Dude, he's just a good talker. He's definitely an ideal podcast guest. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's uh He's very confident in himself. Not in <laughs> yeah. a bad way, like yeah. Yeah, Zep's awesome. 
Yeah, I think he's still riding the frame that I I gave him a frame and a sprocket. I remember like forever ago. Obviously, I get. I mean, he doesn't really ride that much, so I assume <laughs> it's still a setup from fucking five years ago. Fuck, you guys are glitched out for a second. I missed that last comment, but uh, let's move forward anyway. I used I used to love riding with Zepp because he would always put money on tricks, which was always <laughs> like. It was a motivation for the money, yeah. but it was also just like a funny <laughs> challenge. And like, it wasn't a lot of money, but it usually was like pretty successful. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Zep honestly helped. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I, I went to college for a year up in Boston. And uh, I was serious about riding, but I didn't really film that much. My friends weren't quite as motivated as I was, so... When I first started riding with Zep up there, that's the first time we would, like, go to a spot with a trick in mind to film and, like, mm. go out with that mindset of, like, being serious about filming shit, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. before it was kind of just whatever we did with my friends and wherever we ended up, we would film it and do shit. But, like, definitely helped me put a little extra motivation into riding that uh, I don't know what would happen if I didn't start start riding with Zep at that period of my life. But uh, I'm so glad I did. So you're talking about like the AOTC era, yes, right? Yes, the AOTC era, exactly. So was that always Zepp's project? Like he was the filmer and editor? Like how did that come about? Uh, I wasn't involved in the making of that. I, if you guys know CB Coombs. Yep. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Zepp and CB, that was their little project, Attack of the Chowder. I don't know if you guys know what that stands for. <laughs> yeah. Attack of the Chowder, Attack, Attack of the, of the Chowder. Yeah. Attack of the Chowder. That was a, I think that was an inside joke where Zep was visiting CB and they kept talking about chowder, which is clams. <laughs> and Boston, uh, yeah. Boston, yep, yep. CB's <laughs> from uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So they they came up with AOTC. But uh, like I said, it definitely was when I got more serious about filming BMX. Not that I didn't before that, but I, uh, I definitely took it a little, a little more. Yeah, I don't know how it to gave you serious. like the extra push to exactly instead of like I said, just kind of doing what we were were around at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I never knew that because you had the um the ender section of the first AOTC video, the full length DVD. I think I have an AOTC. And I think yeah, that's a classic video. I remember. It was also one of those videos that was pretty early where Zepp put all the parts onto Vimeo after the video had been out for a while. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the first sections of yours I've ever seen, Craig, and that was when I was like, geez, like, this guy kills it, like, and it, it, he's from my area. It was it was just cool to find that, that project. What year was that? Uh, say that one more time, Austin. You cut out on my mic. What year was that? Like the first What AOTC? year was that? Yeah. Uh, that was 09. Maybe 010. It was it was 09, I think. Yeah. So good uh, good 12 years back. Jesus Christ, mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think. It is crazy to think. Yeah, and like I had filmed a couple parts before that. But like I said, that was definitely my first... Uh, really focused section I ever made. I definitely got a lot better living in Boston too, just 
good people to ride with, good skate parks, and yeah. and the motivation. Yeah, so that part was kind of funny as like a viewer because I actually thought you were like a Boston guy from the yeah. start. Like, so when I s- started seeing you at skate parks, I was like, Craig is here. <laughs> Why isn't doesn't he live in Boston? Like, I was <laughs> I was genuinely confused, and then I learned later, like, oh, he. Yeah. Born in Glen Cove or Locust Valley, technically. I was born Long in Long Island Cove. original. Oh, were you born in Glen Cove, technically? Well, Glen Cove has a hospital, yeah, and Locust Valley is the town next to it, so it's all the fucking same shit. Gotcha. Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know, that's on the north shore of Long Island, maybe what, like 20, 30 minutes out of Queens? Uh, something like that, yeah. So you're a bit closer to the city than me in Austin. We're from yeah, uh, the bit. South Shore, yeah. mid-island, so we're like an hour plus from the city. Yeah, I was pretty lucky because uh, when I was younger, I was able to just hop on a train station, like on the train right in my town and go right into Manhattan, mm-hmm. which uh, me and my friend did often. Yeah, you definitely had it a little bit more convenient than us, but we ended up doing the same. Like, I was lucky that Billy Perry... And Grant Germain, they introduced me to riding the city. They were like, oh, yeah, we'll just hop on the train, you know. You go it to really Babylon is that Station. Simple. You just get on the train and take it to the last stop in Penn and then jump off that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're right in, right in the heart of, like, mid-lower Manhattan. Yep, and then if you're like us, we always rode downtown after it because we just didn't know what else to do. So we went to the banks. <laughs> Dude, it was super weird because I didn't really ride downtown spots till later for some reason at the time like billy perry grant germain billy malcotis we all would just ride like midtown like financial district like we just rode yeah. like the marble and we never really ventured to like the classic downtown spots all that much maybe until, i guess like, a little like bit later. 29th street ledges the and... banks were gone already right by the time you guys started going yeah yeah so i went like basically the first time I rode the city, we like rode up to the banks and we were like, damn, they just closed them. Like we can't like there was a fence up and that was like the banks yeah. were done, like probably within like maybe a month of going to the city. So I never got to ride the banks. Yeah, I never rode. That's incredibly sad. It's sad because they, they close it off under the pretext of it being like short term that they were going to reopen it. But it doesn't seem like they're ever coming back now. How long has it been closed now? Like. I want to say like over 10 years. Over 10 it's years, been right? a long fucking time, yeah. yeah. But then there was that, what was it, like a summer that they were like unofficially open? Like the fence was People kind of open. People started sneaking into it, yeah. I think their security was a little down and people yeah. started just sneaking in and riding it. But uh, then, you know, it's right next to fucking one police plaza. So <laughs> cops have started ticketing people that were that were in there. Yeah, they started catching on and short-lived i wonder if you could still sneak in yeah i think it's kind of hit or miss like you can try to sneak in but there's a good chance you're going to get the boot pretty quickly but i think in like the city's the city's mind they've got les skate park now and that's sort of like they're like why do you need the banks you've got a skate park because les is pretty close to the banks right it's like yeah yeah they're really close it's like definitely walking distance from the spot, so 
Yeah, and they're still building skate parks around there, so like it's in a city. Dude, if Long area, Island so. would if Long Island would build skate parks like New York City has oh, been man, that fucking would be, stacked right now. That'd be fucking nice, wouldn't yeah. it? They've been on it in the city. And they're all yeah. far from us. Yeah. They're all in like weird locations, yeah. Dude, supposedly my town is gonna get a skate park. Well, well actually, it's never the next town happen. over. But I've, I've Bro, been that hearing was some like rumors. A year and a half ago, <laughs> when that article came out that they were gonna build a skate park there. Yeah, but that's what happens because the poor park was talked ago, about maybe. for like ten years. The poor park was talked about forever, and then they finally made it. I mean, don't so, get me wrong. I hope so. I just hopefully we still BMX by the time it's created. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to be patient and, uh, you know, I had a friend who lives locally. He was like, you know, sending emails and writing letters to the town about getting this park built. And it sounded like he's been pushing to make it happen again. And like, I'm trying to help him if possible. So yeah, hopefully we can, we can kind of move that forward. I know a lot of skateboarders are involved in uh, making that happen because it's sort of like a, a consolation prize after we lost that Brentwood DIY plaza that yeah. was like a staple spot in our area for a long time. Right, yeah, that place is fun. It was super fun. It was like this big foundation from like a, a building that had gotten demolished and the local skateboarders around from like Islip and Brentwood, Central Islip, they had turned it into like this super dialed DIY park with like proper concrete built quarters, ledges, like a couple yeah, rails. It was, it was solid. But yeah, that got torn down. So that's sort of how this potential skate park came about. Watch they build the skate park and it's skate only. It's a, that it will happen that way. Yeah. And then slowly bikes will be allowed in. Yeah, thankfully it. Normally, skate-only parks don't always stay skate-only forever. I mean, Vets. Yeah, that's like how... I feel like that's how... I don't even bring up Vets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep keep that under your hat. We, we shouldn't talk about that. I'm the old now, man. All I want to do is just ride transitions. I wish it was easier. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got lucky just to bring it up. The uh, the bricks growing up. That was my skate park. Ooh, I said it bricks. before, but Forgot like... about the bricks. Yeah, I, you know, this area's a little weird, so, like, it's not super close to other shit, but that was this pedal distance from my house, and it was so fucking good. Just a bunch of ledges, those slant walls, just all of it. Yeah, had a little bit yeah, of everything. Yeah, so the, the, last, the last episode, we sort of went into our uh, CVS ledge growing up, and I think the bricks were sort of like your your hometown meetup spot, hangout spot, like I, um, film clips, just everything. And like, it, it was, a spot it was you way got better than ours. At. Oh yeah. It was the spot that made Glen Cove worth riding all day. Yeah. Cause even if we rode some of the other nibble shit in town, like you could always just go back to that spot. Yeah, dude, that place was fun. Yep. I remember it like, barely ever came. It was like the beginning of like me coming to like meet you guys and stuff. And I remember, like, the few times that we would go there to meet up, I would just try and, like, do the little drop nose manual and that kind of, like, two-stair circular thing or, like, squared off thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I just remember I always, trying to, always trying to do that, that nose manual. 
Yeah, I feel like that spot like shaped my rotting style because it was just a lot of shit like pushed tight together. Too. So yeah, I would always just try to set. like. I guess I liked skating when I was younger, so I always liked the idea of trying to like not do a bunch of shit like unorganized, but do like kind of flow lines like tight together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the place yeah, was the bricks was just good, for... just for kind of. It had a little bit of everything. Like it had, like a big outlet at the top, and it had, like, what is it? Like an eight stair, or like a ten stair. It had a ten stair. It had a seven stair. It had a long five. It had like the other small ledge uh, on like the other side of the the plaza. And then yeah, uh... it had that. It had that big concrete ledge at the top leading up to the the out ledge, which was probably like a seven stair out ledge. Yep. But then the bottom had those crazy like brick pyramid banks with ledges yeah. at the bottom too, and then there was also those like planter like sand pit gaps like. Mm. Yep. I had so many more clips would have been filmed there if they didn't get taken down. That's yeah, spot was clip central. Yeah, it was true. Truly sad to lose that spot, and I'm glad I just made it there a handful of times and filmed a couple clips. Thankfully. Yeah, I wonder how many clips I have from that spot in my life. Not just me, of, like, everyone I ride with. I should make a fucking Bricks video one day. And no one will watch Memorial it but video. me. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Because I'll have a clip or two in there. <laughs> I think I filmed one clip there. Yeah, I remember. The one that I filmed of you for that that uh that video that went on the come up. Yeah. The, like, feeble nose press three yeah. kind of, like, line you did. Yeah. Dude, I remember, uh, again, talking about Chris Zepp putting money on the line. Uh, the out ledge is a left side out ledge down, like, maybe, like, the seven stair. And uh, I wanted to feeble three it. And I just, like, was trying the feeble and just couldn't get myself to try it. And Zepp, like, I guess he was probably sick of, like, filming and <laughs> not doing it. And he just, like, took out his wallet and was like, you got one try. You got to do the feeble three and you can have all the money in my wallet. And I think it was even, like, it was a couple bucks. Like, maybe it was, like, 20 or $30. Like, Damn, I was, that's to a me, big the, bet right there. How yeah, he was, he was, like, putting some money on the line. Like, somebody else might have thrown in a five Damn. to, like to really put the pressure on. And then I remember, you know, he was filming long lens from the bottom. And I think you were filming fisheye next to me. And I'm pretty sure it was just first try did the feeble three, you know, spun it, Paid rolled away clean. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I collected my money and that was, that was a good day. Bribing Justin to go first clip instead of talking to us for an hour about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Man. It's like, I don't know if I could do this feeble three. Just, I don't know. Yeah, just to go there for uh, those of you listening, Justin, when he's trying a trick, he'll just start a conversation standing at the top of the spot that's completely unrelated to what's going on. Just <laughs> kind of just extend the period that yeah. uh, that we're filming him try something. It's a, it's a bad habit, but just... I feel like it also helps me helps me try stuff because it almost like takes my mind off the clip and the stress it's sort of like a little a welcome distraction but yeah. sometimes it, it can get it can go a little too far yeah but in the moment like, like sitting blown. there filming you're just like all right justin shut up and fucking try it already 
Yeah, Craig and I will be like discussing like plot holes in yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> while I'm trying to like grind a handrail. <laughs> well, at least we used to when the show or movie or any of it was still good. God, yeah, that's when that's the show so sad. was good. And then the book never came out, so yeah, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> Supposedly, George R. has written, you know, at least another book that he's like editing and chopping up and. He just, just doesn't don't seem. It. He just doesn't seem that motivated to finish it, but apparently he's been working on it. Like it's been, like, dude, like eight years, ten years since yeah. the last book was released. So we're it's gonna get something eventually. Like I think he just doesn't care that much because the show became like his whole point of focus, and then he does all these little side projects. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist until we get something. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. I think that's what everyone's been doing that that read the books and not just a show. Yeah, just to go on a little tangent, I found another series that sort of replaced Game of Thrones for me. And if you need a good, like, sort of sci fi fantasy series to, like, dive into, I got one that's pretty solid. I might have to. I've actually been reading uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> really? Yeah, I never read it. And my girlfriend loves it. She's got the book, so I just I started it. I'm actually pretty yeah. deep. I'm on like the fifth book now. Or I finished the fifth book. I got to start number six now. Look at you. That's sick. I, I don't know if you remember it. Eight? Uh, seven, I want to say. Yeah, seven or eight. There's There's a pretty solid library to go through. Yeah, it's I don't know if you good. remember, uh, at one point, maybe this was like five, six years ago, riding in the city, I had the Harry Potter PDFs on my phone, and in between riding, I would be sitting at the spot reading those books. <laughs> I didn't know so, that. I probably didn't care as much back then, but uh, <laughs> now it's, it's a great pastime. Yeah, for sure. And the, the the series I was talking about, just in case anybody listening cares... It's called The Stormlight Archive by Brian uh, Brandon Sanderson. And the first book is The Way of Kings. And it's it's just like Game of Thrones where it's like these massive tomes with like, you know, six, seven different like point of views. And it just like it's a whole crazy universe that gets built in the books. So I would highly, highly recommend that if you're a reader. Interesting. I might jump into that when I'm done with this because uh I definitely like to read. It's better yeah, than I've staring been re- at Instagram all day. <laughs> Dude, exactly. I've been reading a bunch lately because, you know, obviously I didn't have a phone for like two, <laughs> two and a half weeks. And I was just bored at my lunch break at work and I just started <clears throat> reading all the time, every spare minute. And now that's kind of been my other so you, little hobby. You got a phone now? You caved? Nah, so I I know Austin doesn't want to hear all this because it just it just makes him angry, but uh, I'm doing Instagram strictly from my iPad because it's like the same app, and you know the iPad stays at home. Uh, I could still film clips on my phone and then just Bluetooth them with uh, AirDrop to my iPad, but. You know, when I'm out in the world, <clears throat> riding or working or going to the store, I just don't want to be 
distracted by the impulse to look at Instagram all the time. It's almost to how, see like, how my posts are doing. Like, you should at least get a flip phone then, so we can like not lose you, and then we no, can no. So I just got, I just got a new iPhone like three oh, days yeah. ago. It's an iPhone SE, so it's like the cheapskate's iPhone, but it has <laughs> the same processor from the iPhone 11. So like performance wise, like it's good. It has a good. It has the same camera, I think, as the iPhone 11. So it's it's a good phone. Like it'll be it'll be able to film clips and like, you yeah, know, like run whatever other apps. Yeah. So I got a phone again. I'm I'm still part of this uh this century's technology, but <laughs> I just don't want Instagram on my phone. Oh, it's just like yeah. a, like it's, a constant impulse. It's funny though, because like the way it's, it's like I remember when like you and me for example would be like riding uh you know like an ice slip at that fucking school with like the square planner i forgot the name of it i mean now the the ledge doesn't that's exist Com- that's uh comac that is comac, comac road. road elementary school so like when we, slip, we'd yeah. be riding there and i mean at the time like i think at the time you had an instagram and i was like oh maybe i'll make one but like then it was like you had instagram on an ipod touch so the only time you would use Instagram is when you were home and you had Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's so, like, amazing. We just, it kind of like, has, we would has just, come like, full circle. Or do whatever on our phones and then go back home, send them to our iPods, and then post them on Instagram. <laughs> Classic, yep. yep. Technology is moving too fast. Yeah. But see, the problem is not that I hate Instagram. It's that I like Instagram, and, and you it's realize addicting. how time-consuming it is, and just yeah, like and like you're not getting anything from it, really. No, and it's also like, I you know this is different for everyone, but I definitely have a little bit of like the post anxiety where you post a clip and then you're like constantly checking, oh, who liked it? Did uh <laughs> did did my sponsor comment? Did they like it? <laughs> you just you're just like thinking about it and you can't help but like check up on it. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Every I have like minutes. the opposite anxiety where I try to like block those at. thoughts from my mind. Not that that, you know, it's, it's human nature to get thoughts like that, but I, yeah, I just try to not let that like consume me. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't know. I try not to think of the, the amount of likes or the views or any of that shit or even followers. Like it's yeah, just separate. You figure if yeah, somebody wants even, to see it might as well put it out there and let them see it but i'm not trying to uh, win the popularity contest here yeah even with like notifications turned off i just always had trouble not just opening it, it up just so, opening it up out of curiosity and just by impulse it's like i mean you were texting me yesterday or something about it. like i just it's like you close something and you you like Without thinking, you just open up Instagram. Just yeah, or yeah. Like so you I was have messaging Instagram you. Open, close it, and you go to open it again. It's like, what the, why am I here again? <laughs> I think everyone does that, yeah. and the exact it, thing just, you just said is like, how did I get back here? What it's the so fuck crazy just happened? though when you like actually think about it. When you're like, you kind of snap out of the uh, like this Instagram black hole, and you actually like, what the fuck? Like I just opened it up again. To that's why I play video games all the time now, because it just distracts me from yeah. From that I, kind I mean, of shit. I feel like it's better than fucking just staring at Instagram all day. 
It is, and then if your friends are on, you're bullshitting, just yeah, like exactly. we're bullshitting now with like yeah. something else to entertain you. Yeah, I would like to play video games with you guys, but I feel like I just have a bunch of other different hobbies and things I want to do that just take priority over video games, and it's just like, I don't know, there's only so much time in the day. No, you're not wrong about that, because that shit will make you like not do things you should do, because you get so carried True. away with it. I need to hop on Xbox with you guys. Keep saying it. Yeah, bro. I mean, I have you as a friend already. Like, all I gotta do is just... I just mean, do I it, dude. Got, Charlie got, plays all the time. I think I got Gang Warzone plays all the time. downloaded. Yep, that's still the rave now. I just gotta hop on. So this is gonna be a, a first on the podcast. I really gotta take a piss, so I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> the five-minute <laughs> piss? You guys can keep going. It's a speed piss, yeah. Speed that, piss. Five minutes for a speed piss. Set what the time? timer. Uh, it's one eleven. Damn, we've been talking for an hour and 18 minutes. It's crazy. But yeah. Do you guys play like... Is Warzone the free one? Yeah, yeah. Warzone's the free one. It's definitely like the popular game right now. Because then, uh, then I'm lazy to like actually buy the Call of Duty. And then... No, nah, Warzone's free. It... It takes a lot to get, like, used to. But then once you get into it... Yeah, like, you're gonna suck at first. Like, everyone does. 100%. But, you know, if you keep fighting through that shittiness, you'll you'll eventually get it down. It's like riding a bike, bro. I think... Does Gang stream it? Uh, he streams sometimes, yeah. I don't think often. It's, like, crazy how... How, like, popular of a whole thing that is. Like, there's so many motherfuckers that make videos and stream and shit that have like millions of followers yeah yeah dude it's like getting paid to just stream yourself playing video mm-hmm. games yeah who would have thought uh, yeah i couldn't imagine myself ever even like i don't really watch streams that much but like i have and i've never really would see myself as that type of person uh before i got into it to watch the streams or to actually be doing the stream just to care about any of it at all. Yeah. No, I don't want to stream. No, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, th- I think the people want to see Craig stream. Yeah. Craig doesn't want to show the people. <laughs> <laughs> so I am back. raging. That was not five minutes. No, so I realized midstream that a five-minute piss would be an extremely long animation. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say when you said five <laughs> minutes to take a piss. Like, what? Yeah, so obviously I need to readjust my expectations there for next next yeah. round. Yeah. So just to, just to finish my little Instagram rant, my, cur- my current plan for, for the gram is just to post from my iPad in the morning. And then I'm done. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> I can go to work. I could go riding. I could film new clips. And, you know, Instagram is, is kind of restricted to home don't use. Don't lie. You're going to download Instagram at the spot, check it, delete Instagram off your phone again. <laughs> yeah, Dude, just, I've already just, resisted uh, the, the, the temptation show. once. Yeah. Yeah. I've already resisted the temptation once because Grant C hit me up and was like, Yo, would you remind? Would you mind reposting 
this like we the people trailer on your story and i was like yeah dude of course and then i realized i, I can't do that i'm at work like I, I, don't, I don't have instagram on my phone and i was like yeah. oh my bad grant i'll uh i'll justin, post it when i get home justin you either and I post did. the story or we take your bike away yeah i have to take my bike then it's okay He's flying to New York and taking it from you yeah. back on the plane. <laughs> they just send me an empty box. <laughs> return to return to sender. Nah, I feel like doing this this new Insta program will make me post more because all I have to worry about when I'm riding is just to film something. And then you know, I've been actually filming clips with my actual video camera on a little tripod and you know, storage space wise, I don't have to worry about the phone filling up. I could just transfer the SD cards. Yeah. Wipe out the cards when I'm done. Like it's just, I've got a little process on the computer where I use Dropbox to share the file to my iPad. So it's it's super easy. Yeah, I've yeah. been enjoying seeing the uh, camera Instagram clips that you've been posting lately. Can They're you notice a difference? Yeah, I could tell. I don't know if it's better or worse because I feel like part of the reason Instagram clips work filmed on a phone is because whatever you film with your phone is always going to look best on another phone. Right. Like, like it almost looks familiar. It looks just right. Like, it's just what you're used to. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, filming clips on, like, a quote-unquote real camera is, is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it could be a bad thing. I don't no. think it's that big of a noticeable difference. And then you get a real fisheye if you ever want to film uh, up close and personal. Yeah, I've been mostly doing it with the, uh, you know, the intention of self-filming, because it just means I could let the the camera run as long as I want. You know, I have control of the shutter speed and the aperture and all the the nerdy things that I can uh, I can set to my exact preference. But don't I'm have thinking. To don't have to know your friend Craig to film you. <laughs> exactly. But when I have the homies around, like, I'm still going to hand people my phone. Like, I'm still going to force people if it's to film like me. A... <laughs> exactly. But ha- having the camera on the tripod, I feel like is just a little bit of a stress reliever when it comes to, like, landing the trick quickly. For sure. I love just setting up the phone or whatever on the tripod and just sitting there and just trying shit. Yeah, it's nice not to have someone wait for you and yeah. stressed about that while you're stressing about the trick that you can't land. Yep. Yep. Uh, shit, I feel bad though. I gotta, I kind of gotta go somewhat soon and do some shit before Chuck gets here. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's, it's all good. I think uh, pretty good time to wrap it up. I'm seeing like an hour and twenty five on my end. So yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. You know, I could actually keep talking more because I like you guys. <laughs> A little bit. I like you. Not too much. <laughs> we like you too. We we could definitely ramble on for a couple more hours, but yeah, it just means sure. we could have you come on again. Maybe we'll uh, we'll plan something. And then, yeah, I'll be back now that I have this Discord set up. Uh, it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, it took me like an hour. I'm not good with At technology. Like it, it. Well, I wasn't trying the whole time, but when I was trying, it took me like an hour. Uh, Thank you, Justin, for having patience and walking me through it like I'm a toddler. No, thank you for uh, suffering through this recording and getting it all set up. Yeah, I was close to giving up, but I'm glad I didn't. 
Yeah, I'm stoked we got you on. I think there'll be some people interested. Some, not many, but. Either way, I got to hang out with you guys. Yeah. Share yeah. some stories and hang out, so. Mission yep. accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Next, we so, got to yeah. talk Austin into coming back to New York again for three months. Or, or we just got to visit him. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We're I all really back. Too. Yeah, I think we're we back can come now. to we can Europe do it. now, yeah. Yep. Yeah, both of us fully vaxxed up, so we're cleared. Hopefully yeah, so this next year will be a little more flight. normal. So, Craig, yeah. any uh, any shout-outs? You want to uh, share your Instagram name, anything like that? Uh, I suppose shout-out to you guys for having me on. Follow or don't follow me at Whammo on Instagram. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to S&M and Primo for hooking me up for all these years, and that's about it. Fuck everyone else in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so I'm uh, at Jay Cobley on Instagram, and uh, Austin, you are? Uh, Austin Mr. underscore Mazer. Mazer. Austin underscore Mazer. Yeah. And then if you want to follow the podcast where we're just going to like Share a post whenever the episode comes out. That's at Sore Losers BMX Podcast. Yep, so anyway, follow all that. That's all we got. Uh, Ten minute Instagram rant. Plug in our Instagrams. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Classic. Uh, yeah. All right, boys. It's been a pleasure for sure. Yep. All right, in the immortal words of uh, Ben Franklin. So long and good night. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking hipster.